We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time now for the WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Right, it is the WEEI producer show. Just two producers on the show today. Tyler Devitt alongside Ryan Garvin. Uh, Good morning. So last week when we uh, didn't have a show, of course, because we have the uh, I'm Listening um, Odyssey special company-wide, we decided to push it back and air it, I think, due yeah, to Red Sox. We, we had baseball obligations. We aired it Saturday, so the schedule was me, you, and John. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, it was me, you, and Shine, which was scheduled for this last Saturday. And so we pushed back the schedule, according to John, to this week. To me, you, and Shine. <laughs> Shine was never available to come in. He's at a Ocean City, Maryland music uh, rock concert. Yeah, Shine's living his best life uh, down the coast somewhere. That was canceled. It's so very rainy. He's uh, he's in uh, Mego's you know, neck of the woods for some reason. Still down there. He still traveled to a, a festival that was canceled. I don't know why he didn't foresee that the hurricane might cancel it, so don't leave just yet because it might be canceled. He is a boy that just wants to have fun. Fun. He likes that. He fun. will never let you know things, silly little trivial things, Tyler. Like I don't know, reality, yeah. get in the way of enjoying a nice little four day weekend for himself. I hope that even though he wasn't able to go see, was it OAR and the Dave Matthews, Dave Matthews band? band. Yes, big one. I think he described it as Rushmore bands. You know, I I'm not judging. I don't like to shame people for their taste. Would in you music. go see Dave? Absolutely not. Even for free? No. If Dave was performing right now in the nope. parking lot, you wouldn't go see if him? If you put a gun to my head and say, you go to that concert right now and see Dave Matthews, I'd go, shoot me. I am not going. Celebrate, we will. Nope. Nope. But I don't, don't want to judge people for their taste in music. My hey. taste in music is a little eclectic. I'm, yours is as well. Yeah. I don't want to shame people. I hope he had fun in the rain and I just I look around outside and I question why people like this time of year I was as I was driving in today and it was cloudy and it's cold and it was like 40 something degrees I'm wondering football weather well that's that's actually my question is if your football team let's just say hypothetically that your your football team is is a dumpster fire mine's not Jacksonville Jacksonville could be for real but let's just say you're a fan of the New England Patriots does this time of year not feel as as fresh and as fun and as crisp if you're thank you jalen good morning is not as good like i don't know maybe as a a guy that you know lived and worked in jacksonville was never an issue because it's always hot and sunny down there Mm -hmm. but i feel like up here it's like ah you know it's 
it's getting darker early and it's cold out and my windshield is always frosted when I come out early in the morning. But, you know, at least I got the Patriots. At least, you know, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are going to go and blow doors off of Aaron Rodgers. You know, we spent all this time, you know, a lot of folks out there talking about who's the greatest of all time. The old uh, Michael Jordan promos that they were running. Everyone thinks we suck. And now you fast forward and your your Patriots are one and two. They don't have a starting quarterback. They don't have any semblance of an offense or coaches or anything like that, which I'm sure we'll delve into at a later point. The Red Sox stink. The Celtics are fired. Their head coach. The Bruins, I think, are going to miss the playoffs. It's just I don't like fall. I don't enjoy this time of year. I get one yellow really? leaf in my backyard. It makes me sick to my stomach. I'm a hot weather kind of guy. But I know a lot of people That's really enjoy this time of year. They like putting their plaid and their flannel on and their pumpkin lattes and apple picking with the fam and tailgating. Yeah, you don't strike me as an apple picking no, guy. No! No, I go to the grocery Save store and get them myself. I don't got time for that. But I'm wondering, you know, hey, weigh in. 617-779-7937. Does the fact that your football team may not be as good as you were hoping, does that ruin the fall experience for you? Are you a fall person? Do you like the cold weather? Are you sick? Do you complain all the time? Oh, it's so hot in july when it's supposed to be and it's amazing does that bother you i'm a little curious as no. i was driving in today behind slow people in a rainstorm and i think i might have hit a squirrel sorry danielle if you happen to be listening i feel bad <laughs> about that i really hope i didn't hit the little bastard they're nature's d students anyway but that's my rant we have a lot to get to what are we going to start with do Tyler? you know who will not be uh, apple picking this fall? who is not apple <laughs> Ime Udoka. hey eBay. Because he's a single man. Oh, eBay. He moved Neil Long across the country. Yeah, you know what? That's a great point. I don't think you're going to find a lot of, like, uh, like prospects, so to speak, if you're going apple picking, you know. Go to the yeah. go to the bar, maybe. Go to the beach. You go to the gym. You know, hey, how are you? I'm Ime Udoka. I used to coach the Celtics. I don't feel like you're going to find a lot of, like, single women going in apple picking by themselves. So if I were to ask Ryan Garvin to craft a tweet with his hundred and what, 40 characters? Is it 160 now? Is it, have they expanded it? Is it 300 yet? It should be 300. It should it's, actually it's be like unlimited. A, it's just like a circle. That but if I were to ask Ryan forward. Garvin to craft a tweet to summarize his thoughts on the Ime Udoka situation, what would that tweet in, entail? Ooh. Is it a, a media aspect? Is it uh, the dirtbag nature of cheating on your uh, your... 12-year fiancé that you moved across the country and lying to her? I would say... Is it the multiple violations within the Celtics that ruined his coaching career? What is, uh, what's your big takeaway? If I had to tweet from at Ryan McGarvin, okay, I would keep it short, sweet, and to the point. I would say the worst is yet to come, yes. Celtics fans. Yes. That is my feel. Do you have like a 140 little... Headliney kind of thing. Uh, mine would be that I cannot trust Adrian Wojnarowski anymore on a lot of NBA details. This story for me cements Sham Sharania as the number one NBA insider. I think you've gone over the character. Line. Damn it! You gotta go. I go. Whoa, I always first. do that. But I, I, that. I think you're you're right. Um, the reporting of this story is interesting to me as far as like Woj is obviously you know he's like a Schefter he's like a, a Jeff Passan or a Rosenthal information broker it was, was a great term I heard about these guys to describe them I'm, I'm blanking on any NHL insider Darren Drager sure uh Kevin Weeks the guy I, I'm on a ski lift and I'm breaking news I'm live from my hotel bed um, where the Bruins have just fired their head coach I, I think that we have grown very accustomed to never questioning these things when you see that check mark next to a Schefter or a Shams. 
But you mentioned something yesterday on Merloni Fourier and Mego towards the end of this show when we have an article from Adrian Wojnarowski that was detailing, uh, not really detailing, but just an update with what is happening with Ime Udoka. Yeah. And you brought up a, a point about Woj I would like you to uh, expound upon for our audience this morning. So the reason why I believe that Jims has now overtaken Woj is because I believe there's a major uh, conflict of interest with this story. Uh, journalistic integrity is a massive uh, big J journalism thing. Megan Adelini will tell you about that. Christian Fourier will crap all over journalistic mm-hmm. integrity because he doesn't believe in it uh, at all. He doesn't know the difference between columns and articles. That's another story. I don't need sources. <laughs> did, did Karen Garigian really have a scoop yesterday? <laughs> yes, it's the definition of a scoop. It max the game time decision. No, and it's another story. <laughs> so the reason why I can't trust uh, Woj anymore, especially on this story specifically, is because he shares an agent with Ime Udoka, 35-year-old Spencer Brecker, a uh, 35-year-old who works at CAA. He's the head of the coaches and executives division. Um, he is the agent of Ime Udoka, Taylor Jenkins, the former NBA coach Michael Malone, Monty Williams, who's with, I believe, the Suns still, mm-hmm. uh, NBA coach yes, of the year. So the there's a lot of coaches in the NBA who Woj represents. That's not really weird. But when you're the first person to kind of be crafting the narrative around this story, like Woj has been doing, the 1035 bizarre tweet, which, by the way, do you remember how that actually was worded? Knowing what we know about the story, this was how it was originally reported. So so you have it right there. Yeah, so keep in mind what you know now and compare it to how the first version of this Ime Yudoka story, this is how it was crafted in a tweet Bizarrely by uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, uh, September 21st, Woj at 10.35 p.m., Salt Lake's head coach, Ime Udoka, facing a possible possible disciplinary action, including a significant suspension for an unspecified violation of organizational guidelines. Yes, Discussions are ongoing within the Celtics on a final determination. Knowing what you know now, that is the most stripped-down, watered-down version of 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 a of a story that is the most major breaking news story I think of the Celtics in a long long time. This guy knew it, had the story, and decided to report an unspecified violation of organizational guidelines and a possible disciplinary action. Which was really a neat tweet to to see right as I was you know oh it's bedtime you know let's let's do yeah. one last scroll and refresh through twitter and and see woj basically pull the pin on a grenade throw it into twitter and go good night everybody so he sh- he shaped the story and who was the first person to say the word consensual I believe that was also Woj. That was also that, Woj. That was in Woj's follow-up. That was in Woj's follow-up. That they were investigating a consensual, but it was either improper or inappropriate relationship at the workplace. So Woj didn't even say improper or inappropriate. He just he acknowledged a consensual relationship. Two hours later, we finally got something definitive after we got that garbage, vague statement from Woj. Sham Shrani at like midnight comes out of the clouds and is like... Well, did you have the story? I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you this actual story. So here's Shams at like twelve thirty-five after we got a bizarre statement from Woj. Celtics coach Ime Udoka had an improper, intimate, and consensual relationship. It was deemed a violation of the franchise's code of conduct. A few days later, after not hearing anything, and really we hear the one-year suspension from Woj, but not any certainty about a job. Uh, we a few days later, the story changed again. Who changed the story? It was actually Shams. The sources said the woman recently accused Ime Udoka of unwanted comments towards her, leading the team to launch internal interviews. Why didn't we hear that from Adrian Wojnarowski? Because he shares an agency 
CAA with Ime Udoka. Not necessarily the same exact agent, but when you share agencies, you're tipped off to news and you protect those within on the same team. Same thing with the Boston Celtics with PR. You try to play damage control. This is what Woj is doing in the form of being an information news broker on national television, and it shaped the minds and the narrative around this story because the word consensual is now the leading, I guess, buzzword around the Ime Udoka situation, and it's all because of Adrian Wojnarowski. I'm going to... I think you're bringing up a lot of interesting points about a potential journalistic conflict of interest, but I would also say, you know, this is me playing devil, uh, excuse me, devil's advocate in that when you report on stuff like this, and again, I didn't go to journalism school. I didn't go to college. I did, but Surprise. I didn't go to class. Um, I paid for it, unfortunately. I, and, and it was something that we had to, I mean, all people who are broadcasting this story have to be mindful of is you don't want to necessarily say the wrong thing that might end up being something that can be construed as slanderous. So when I look at how Woj is reporting this story, there's two ways that I would look at it. And I'm not discounting. I think you bring up really, really just a different way of looking at it. Um, But I would also say that I think Woj has to be more cautious and shams for that matter have to be more cautious about how they would report something like this and for everything that has come out from Woj's side of this Ime Udoka scandal that we've been going through the past I mean what is it now two weeks um seems like a month if they have the same agent then it's pretty apparent that Woj is getting his scoops so to speak from Ime Udoka so if Ime Udoka is putting this stuff out there, it's Ime's side of the story. And this is how Ime is going to try to phrase it. And Woj can only really report on what he's being told. You know, case in point of his story that he dropped yesterday towards the end of our show where, you know, it was inappropriate language, which we'll delve into in a bit. But I feel like he's in a position. I'm not defending it because I also thought I'm like this is really strange. And I, this is really the first time I'm I'm questioning his reporting and you know if he's coming at it from a skewed perspective based on his connections that he might not have nailed this right off the bat because I don't question these guys. Yep. I generally think that they they have worked long enough to have a track record that I go okay I will take this at face value. This story feels different so when you went back and asked you know how do you phrase this you know in my 140 characters or whatever i still feel like the worst is is to come and that's really based on you know one how different things have been since that initial Woj tweet but then you listen to some of the people that have been been talking do we have time to get to matt barnes here do we want to wait let's tease matt barnes for next segment there's a lot of angles that i want to get to Especially one that Courtney Cox brought up yesterday that I thought it was a good one. Is he an attention seeker? Before we go to break, though, I want to go back to what the news story about Woj and what he actually reported, and we can react to it after the break as well. He said the independent law firm pro Boston Celtics uh, coach Ime Udoka found that he used crude language in his, in, uh, in his dialogue with a female subordinate prior to a start of an improper workplace relationship with the woman, an element that significantly factored into the severity of his one-year suspension, sources told ESPN. Interesting that Wojin mentioned that Wick Grosbeck in the press conference said that his future was in doubt and TBD and used a lot of buzzwords that basically told us 
anyone with a brain. Multiple violations. Udoka was done. We're turning the page, new chapter, turn the page over, start anew. He used all the buzzwords about a coach being fired. They felt like this was all mm-hmm. justified. Yeah, not really mentioned here by uh, by Woj, interesting enough. Those investigation findings, uh, Woj continues, which describe verbiage on Udoka's part that was deemed especially concerning coming from a workplace superior contributed to what is likely a difficult pathway to back to reinstatement as coach in 2023. There's nobody talking about a pathway to reinstatement in 2023 with this Boston Celtics. It's not even a possibility on any Celtics fans' minds. But you know who wants to keep that flame lit? Udoka and Woj. Woj it's almost blatantly obvious this guy's carrying Ime Udoka's water. I mean, we found out, what, six months ago that, that Adam Schefter would send news stories to presidents of NFL teams for final review and editorial process. And now we're learning that ESPN's number one NBA news insider is also compromised in terms of giving us the NBA news that we're talking about. And it's shaped the narrative in the story. It's very peculiar. It's gross the way ESPN's handling their news breakers. It's, it's, he's, he's bringing up something that I honestly don't think that there is a single Celtics fan in this city that's going, well, listen, maybe it'll work out and he'll be back next year. Uh, we don't even know the full story yet. Yeah, I, I would wait to make my final judgment and, and know every single detail if the worst is still yet to come like I believe it is before we start going, ah, he could be back in a year. And how about one more thing here from Woj. Sources told ESPN the Celtics won't stand in Udoka's way should he have the chance to become a coach in Canada elsewhere. You know why they're not standing in the way, Woj? Because they're already trying to fire him, they're, you they're, dumbass. They're like, not worried about that. What was, are you... That was my whole what? theory about why they were suspending him. for. If it's bad enough to suspend him for a year, why don't you fire him? Because if they were to fire him in the last two weeks, you know over in Brooklyn that Joe Sy would go, oh, really? Oh, hold on one sec. Hey, Steve, come in here and bring your playbook. And, and Steve and Nash would pass. be gone and Ime Udoka would be coaching the Brooklyn Nets. But I think that is all changed now 617-779-7937 do you believe the Celtics screwed up by labeling it a one-year suspension and not in an indefinite suspension because I think that might have been a better PR move for them to call it a indefinite versus one year give us a call at 617-779-7937 the Matt Barnes angle on this story has kind of really taken control over the whole story and I have a problem with that I want to get to it next on EI Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. WEEI. We are right back to the WEEI Producers Show. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. They won't come out and say it, and since I'm a part of the media now and I try not to be like everyone else uh, I try to you know report and talk with facts and, and, and honesty and I clearly have to say last night uh, without knowing all the facts I spoke on Ime Udoka's defense and after finding out the facts after I spoke I erased what I posted because this situation in Boston is deep it's messy it's a hundred times uglier than any of us thought. 
and that's why I erased what I said. Uh, some things happened that I can't condone, I can't back, and it's not my place to tell you what happened. If it ends up coming out, it ends up coming out. But that was the reason why I erased my post last night because after I posted it, I got a call from someone who had all the details and it's deep, so. That's Matt Barnes who's driving his Escalade down a highway somewhere in California self-recording himself on a selfie on Instagram Live. If someone like me is going, would you just do the speed limit so I can get to where I'm going? Just pull over because you're swerving. There's Ugh. no way you can have a straight driving lane and also record yourself on Instagram the Live talking about it. and you're sitting topic. at it. But no, more, more serious than we thought. Uh, back here on the producer show, Ryan Garvin, Tyler Devitt. That was the voice of Matt Barnes, a former longtime NBA player, made mostly on the West Coast, I'd say, with Western Conference teams. Now on ESPN is an NBA analyst, NBA Today, and of course calls games. Uh, his quote there, I try to report and talk with facts and honesty, and I clearly have to say without knowing all the facts, I spoke in Ime Yudoka's defense. In a video he posted on Instagram, he said. Uh, he tries to report and talk with facts and honesty, and yet he did not give us any facts or really, he gave us some vague honesty. I appreciate the where, sentiment. Where though. are the facts? Because I feel like if you are a reporter and you do have the story, it's irresponsible to come out, and I want your opinion on this. I think it's irresponsible for Matt Barnes to, A, do that video while driving on the road and doing a selfie. Dumb. B, more so that he's saying, I'm a member of the media. I'm walking back my defense. It's a hundred times worse. We got it on Woj for being vague. Matt Barnes is doing the exact same thing, acknowledges he's a member of the media, says, I try and talk with facts, and then leaves it up for more vagueness by saying, this story's way worse than you thought. Well, it's such what a do you think? broad term to say, well, I'm a part of the media. Like, technically. Well, Wiggy's a part of the media. We, everybody that works in this building on the programming side of WEEI works for the media, but I'm not out trying to break news i'm not out trying to you know scoop people or source sure. this or anything if i hear something interesting from time to time sure but you know that's not the end all be all you know and i think that's true if you're matt barnes and i i think what he's what he did initially which was you know question this and, and go why would the celtics do this without having any kind of idea of what is going on to me is probably more reckless than coming out and saying, listen, I was actually wrong. And this is why I, a lot of times people delete tweets and you don't know why. And he's coming out and saying, these are the reasons why. And and I can respect not wanting to have his name be caught up in a story that is still legally being investigated and, and, and deliberated, I guess, so to speak. So I don't really have a problem with Matt Barnes being general, about something that, you know, it's not really his re his place to report on in the first place. Like, I thought Paul Pierce's tweets were silly when you look back at them he now. He didn't know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, ah, oh, it should be a fine. I'm He's like, got his own cannabis You don't know what you're line. talking about. No, so why whatever. would you come out and say, like, again, I believe that we haven't seen anything yet with this story. So it would be really yes. foolish for me to come out and go, Dad, it's overblown. You're overreacting. So, uh, again... I'm not looking to Matt Barnes to, to break this story. I guess I sort of appreciate him just because we're talking about the story coming out and saying, you know, I was wrong. This is why I deleted it. And, sure. You know, I think he, later in that clip, he goes on to like thoughts and prayers for everybody involved. <laughs> Something crazy like that. So I'm not I'm not going to get mad at Matt Barnes. I think it's because he threw a he number. Said. I think in my perspective i think it's because he threw a number on it i think if he said it's just uglier than you think and left it up for your own, your own interpretation 
Throwing a no- Oh, because he said it's a hundred times but worse. But Lou, Lou had a great line yesterday. Like, don't, don't like, judge me. Like, you don't know my hundred times You don't know my hundred times worse. You don't know get. You don't know Don't challenge me, Matt Barnes. A hundred times worse. How far do you want to ratchet this, this thing well, goes to a I thousand. Get dark here. So let's go to the newest Matt Barnes There's cut. new Matt Barnes. New Matt Barnes. This is from Vlad TV, which was not hosted by Vladimir Guerrero oh, Jr. Uh, not Vladimir Putin. Not Vladimir Tarasenko. Is there another Vladimir you know? I don't know. Uh, you said Guerrero. Guerrero, Tarasenko, Putin. I think that covers all the Vladimirs in the world, I think. Yeah, so Matt Barnes is on Vlad TV, which is a YouTube channel, and he's... Again, being the one to make news, make waves about this Ime Udoka story, here's Matt Barnes on Vlad TV. It's not about what he did, I guess, it's about who he did it with. It, that is, right. is, is really going to, um, you know, kind of flip the game upside down when it comes to this instance. Because, like I said, this is not something that's, you know, only the NBA. It's It happens in the workplace all around. But, you know, like I said, it's not so much the act. If everything comes out, he'll be lucky if he coaches in the NBA again, to be honest with you. Oh, you think it's that bad? I think it's pretty I, I think it's pretty heavy, man. It's, it's, it's just some stuff you can't do, you know what I mean? Because some stuff you can't do. So it's just like, again, not judging to each his own. I've made plenty of mistakes. But if everything comes out, it, it could get extra hot in the kitchen for him. So Woj is saying, oh, well, no, it's not a death knell for him. The Celtics won't stand in the way, whereas, like, every NBA agent and other NBA insiders not named Woj are saying, no, he's done. He's done. Uh, what do you make of the newest Matt Barnes comment? The second one in a week that he's made news on, is he getting an attention seeker? I, I just said I was not annoyed at Matt Barnes for trying to you know clarify what he was saying. Now I'm annoyed at Matt Barnes because he said everything in that cut. And I guess Vlad TV said, oh, you know, you think it's that bad? He goes, oh, I, I, I've been told it was actually Vladi Divac who was hosting oh, the show. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, Vladi Divac. I've been told, yes. Okay, good for him. I'm happy he's podcasting. Um, I, no accent, by the way. No, he sounds great. Yeah, great, great job. Um, I think it's very strange when he is prompted to say, oh, you think it's that bad? He goes, I think it's heavy. But then it's not about what, what? he did. It's about who he did who it with. Who he did it with. And the thing. Can the, both be true? The one thing that he said that really makes me go, all right, now now what is what is the story is i'm not judging so what? i know matt barnes has had his transgressions in life i think in this podcast he was like oh, dude i've done some crazy stuff before that's all out in the public yeah my issues have been you know in the forefront of for everybody to see my dirty laundry uh so to speak but then he turns around and says well i'm not gonna judge listen if it's that bad then you can judge. If you're somebody that doesn't do awful things, like it's being insinuated that Ime Udoka might have done, I think it's okay for you to judge him. I, that might be a crazy thing for me to say, but Matt Barnes, is Matt Barnes an attention seeker? I don't think so, but I would also say I don't think he's great at this. And when I say this, I mean having a timeline, trying to share things and give us a little nugget of what he's, might he's be not true no. versus pushing out the things that might not be true and and lining it all up in a way that I can succinctly follow what he's saying. And in that last – I haven't had an issue with anything he's been reporting. Really haven't had an issue with anything how anything has been reported, although we did talk about Woj maybe not being as accurate as he could have due to some kind of conflict of interest. You can find that at the beginning of the show if you rewind on the Odyssey app. This irritates me, though, because you have said everything, and I don't feel like there's any yes, real no. clarity. It yes, is a yes no. yes, no. I don't want to judge, but I don't think he'll ever coach again. Which is it? It was a great summer. It wasn't a great summer. But it was a great summer. It was summer. a great summer. Yeah. It's going to get hot in the kitchen. 
but thoughts and prayers to everybody involved. But I'm not going to judge. Say yes, everything. No. What? The, what? <laughs> just, say, just pick a, pick something. It's not about what or, he did. Or here's an idea. Don't do the podcast. Just thought. You don't yeah. have to say, I'm sure Vlad TV, uh, Divock uh, agrees with that. Or is, is very, very thankful that Matt Barnes came on his show. But you don't have to say yes to everything, especially if you don't have anything to say. Yeah. Exactly. If you don't have anything to say, you don't have to kind of continue to push a story forward when you don't really have facts. Because he says, I'm not judging, but every time we're talking about Matt Barnes and the story is about his judgment. It's all messy. On the story. It's Anyways, all messy. That's, that was enough. That was 30 minutes on uh, Matt Barnes and Ime Udoka and uh, the woe situation with the reporting on this. It's been a cluster F from everyone reporting this. More so woe than anyone else, but uh, I think that's kind of enough. Uh, Ime Udoka talk. He's completely done ski. Yep. Not just in Boston. He's done ski. Yeah, we are NBA. living in the Joe Missoula um, era. Do you think Tua's done ski? There's some people out there who are talking. No. We're, we're, we're going to segue not, into something that's not nearly as messy as yeah, the Ime Udoka. Oh, yes. Just, Speaking of messes. Do that you, is the Miami Dolphins. Dunsky by choice. I'm hearing... I'm not I'm not trying to make this a news reporter sources, but I'm hearing people like on the radio or NFL football fans who are saying he should just walk away. He should retire. Two two concussions, obviously one that we all saw that was deemed a back injury, and then one on Thursday night where he's knocked out cold, and then he uh, flies home on the team plane that night. Ninety minutes later, and watches MacGruber and laughs his ass off, which is a bizarre story. We get to that. Do you think he'll walk away at the end of this year? I, you know what? Because I've, I've been talking a lot in this. Time. I, I, I want to know what you think about this. I want to know what you thought when you were watching Thursday night football. Da, 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 and. And you see Tua out there. You saw what happened to him on Sunday. You see his his hands curl up in in a, a vicious, vicious hit. Second concussion. And Tyler Devitt's thoughts were what? My thought was he's probably going to be retiring soon. Like a Chris Borland. Really? Chris Borland retired after multiple concussions in the same season at 24. Like, uh, I think it was an all-pro linebacker, not just a pro like an Andrew Luck kind of? I, I think so, man. He hasn't really cashed in, like, great money, but he still has multi-millions of dollars locked into the bank, and he's probably going to be on television. He's a well-spoken guy, handsome fellow. Like, he has a television career. I had him breaking down the game, so he's not he, he's not pressed for money to continue to play like a, a bottom you know quarterback on the roster. He's not the fourth corner. He's not a punt returner like a you know name your player on the Patriots. He's he's not like a fourth. He's not Yanni Kajus who's he's not stringing like it the, along to make a paycheck. The he's third fine. longest tenured. A member of the Patriots, Joe Cardona. We're in a weird spot, I think, in the NFL where like brain injuries are like on the forefront, of the radar of players more often. Like when Fourier played, like he got dinged up, you went back in, you lied about your test. Just a lot about your test 10 years ago. We heard Andrew Whitworth on the Thursday night uh, broadcast. I believe it was post-game. Yeah. He said he lied about it. You lie about your, your preliminary test, your baseline. It allows you to kind of screw up, you know, your concussion test in-game after you do get dinged up. It allows you to get back in. Two and five days is concerning. He's had uh, major hip injuries, major ankle injuries, uh, surgeries, now two concussions. He's probably had concussions at Bama in high school. I just think, man, he's – I don't know what more he has to play for. He hasn't won anything. So, I mean, like, that's obviously something to play for and the love of the game. Man, this is – it's scary what I've seen happen to him, and I would not be surprised if he walks away early like a Chris Borland or, you know, a, guy, a quarterback who walks away and just says, hey – I don't. I don't know what I, well, what I'm doing this for. There's been a lot of talk in the last 24, probably 36 hours about everything, all the decision making that went into 
to a plane on Thursday night, and it comes down. It's it's team doctors, you know, your independent doctors on the sidelines who are looking at him. Obviously, to uh, uh, and and Mike McDaniel. Out of all those people, who are you pointing the finger at? Like, who who is the most culpable in Tua being playing a football game, which you really, I personally think he should not have been playing in in the first place. It's whoever wrote the rule. I don't blame. Honestly, I can't blame a doctor. So you're saying whoever put the the, the protocol in place for the what pro- you yeah. do. The doctors follow the protocol. Uh, you can't remove a guy uh, just based upon him, you know, collapsing or being a little bit wobbly on the field. That's grounds for evaluation. And the evaluation is done by a five-layer test by two different doctors. We found that out by Dr. Alan Sills. He explained it. It's a Miami Dolphins team physician and an, a league-affiliated neurologist so it's an un, unaffiliated dolphins doctor and uh i should say an affiliated dolphins doctor and a lead doctor so you're trying to have you know some sort of second opinion you're trying to get the biggest scope of the story what's going on with your with your player so they followed the protocol and they cleared him to go back on he does have a back injury he showed no symptoms monday tuesday wednesday or thursday his teammates all said he looked fine he uh, I, I really don't know what more the doctors can do besides taking a guy out who has cleared all concussion tests. I think that kind of gets into a gray, messy area. I, I don't know what the, uh, I don't I don't know where to throw my dart on the dartboard of blame to say like this person, you know, he should be fired. I think that's kind of jumping the gun and being a little bit irresponsible. Like Stephen A. Smith, we got to have jobs taken. We got to have suspension. It's like, you don't even know the whole story. Just like the Ime Yudoka situation, you don't have the full scope. So before we're calling for jobs and suspensions, let's wait for a little bit more of an investigation and facts to come out because I know Tua is not going to blame his team, but he says he's appreciative of the care he's gotten from his team and uh, from his team doctors over the last you know five days. And what we're all saying, you know, the Dolphins are negligent. He's saying, no, I appreciate what they've done for me. Well, I'm, I'm going to do something that annoys me on radio. I'm going to ask a question that I don't have the answer to because I just thought of it. But he he was it was said that he had a back injury on Sunday, which yeah. is total crap. But that, that could be true, and a concussion. Both can be true. No, that's true. But when you look at what happened, you said he absolutely, you know, when when you get up and your legs go like that, that means that he you, shook his your, head. Your brain is not sending the proper signals to to, to your legs. Look, I, I, watch, I watch professional fights every single day of the week, and when you get hit in the head, one of the first things that goes is your legs. All your motor functions go. It was as clear as day that he had a concussion. But I'm wondering... From Sunday to Thursday, if it's not, if he comes up and it's just a back injury, are they even doing any of the testing that they should be doing for a concussion? If it's not being reported, you know, as far as we know, and that's why I say I don't know the answer to that question because they say it was a back injury. And obviously we can all look at that and go, well, that's not true because he was clearly concussed. Just watch him get up and walk. But are they internally, when they go back and look at that film, do they go, oh, wow, he really got dinged. You know, we, we should we should test him. Because if that's the case, there isn't a scenario that, that makes any sense where you would send any human being out yep. to do anything of, of that high impact. Football, fighting, boxing, I don't care what it is. There isn't a single scenario where you should ever be sending your player out to potentially get a second concussion in the span of four days. What's the UFC protocol? You know. So in 
it, it's not UFC's protocol because they're all it's all um, state athletic commission. So a lot That's of right. yep. a lot of their events, you know, they're they're generally by the book. It's in you know, I'll just use Nevada as an example because they're always in, in Nevada. The NSAC rule for a knockout if you get knocked out in a fight is a mandatory 60-day no-compete, no-contact. If you get knocked out... So you can't watch MacGruber on the flight home? Nope. Nope. Okay. I, chances are you're not going to be watching MacGruber, which I, I honestly had to look. I'm like, what the hell is MacGruber? <laughs> um, but you are not allowed. You can't compete. You can't take a fight. Uh, chances are they're not going to let you spar. They're very strict about this stuff. And usually if the knockouts are bad enough... You know, it'll be like, oh, where's so-and-so? We're waiting for them to do a press conference. No, they've been sent straight to the hospital. Um, But that's not up to the UFC. That's not up to, you know, pick pick a Invicta belt or whatever. That is up to the state athletic commissions. That that is local government. And that would be the extreme for the NFL because I am starting to wonder. And this was the point that I made yesterday to kind of just backtrack all this. It might sound confusing, but just bear with me. When Major League Baseball started to crack down on the sticky substances, they were very, very strict about umpires. Let me check your hair. Let me check your belt. Let me check your glove. It was a whole thing. Pitchers getting irritated. Now that it's not in the public forefront like it was, it's like, okay, coming off the mound. All right. Tickle, tickle. All right. How are the kids? Great. See you later. And I'm wondering if something similar has happened with the NFL where concussions aren't the hot buzzword that they were back in like 2016 2017 that if these independent spotters are just like that yep it's fine he knows he he knows who the president is he knows where he is Ah, that's totally fine we can send him back out there which is a callous way to put it but i can't imagine another scenario where you would look at tua and go oh yeah he's fine oh yeah no he's good you see his is is Bambi legs on ice coming off the field, and you go, he's not okay. He clearly has a head injury. He can't walk. What are we doing? Get him out of the game and get Teddy Bridgewater in there. And I'm really wondering how serious they are taking these things. And it's really troubling to watch. It really – that was one of the tougher football hits I've seen in a long time, and everybody got to see it. And that's why we spent so much time talking about this. And I really am I'm interested to see – what kind of investigation comes out of this? And, and did the Dolphins follow all the protocols? Because I really question if they did. Because uh, if they did, I don't. This this should never have happened. How about those texts to three seven nine three seven Tua will retire so Tom Brady can go to Miami? Oh, that's next level thinking. And then the tracks, the Some crumbs are leading that way. Stuff right there. I mean, why you, not? Texture, you've got the making of a sports talk radio host. I love that. We're going to be talking about that on Monday. Oh, That'll be a great Monday topic. Two to retire early to make way for Brady to leave for Tampa. Last Axel about it. Would you like to go be the backup <laughs> in Miami? Uh, that's Ryan Garvin. I'm Tyler Debit. This is the WEI producer show. Chris uh, Scheim and John Anderson are back next week, I believe. And we'll get to our final segment with Chris Curtis uh, coming up at 9 o'clock with the Ken and Curtis show on WEI. Right back to it. The WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Back here on the WEI Producers Show. We'll hear from Mike McDaniel in a second. Uh, We don't need to hit the breaking news sound. This is kind of a joke breaking news sound here. 
Uh, headline, 8.27 a.m. from NewYorkPost.com. This morning, a nap. Uh, I, video, which has been pixelated for our behalf and behalf of uh, any kids uh, watching or viewing on NewYorkPost.com. Video colon, Antonio Brown exposes himself to stun guests in hotel pool. It's not that well pixelated. The notorious ex-NFL... Yeah, it's not very well pixelated at all. Uh, the notorious ex-NFL bad boy could be flagged for illegal use of hands and butt and battled all pro receiver Antonio Brown was caught on video shoving his bare buttocks into the face of a stunned woman oh in an outdoor swimming pool at a swanky Dubai hotel. So he skipped the Worcester event to go to Dubai? <laughs> Who would do such a thing? Wow. Uh, video footage obtained by the post of the May 14th incident oh, at so the Armani Hotel ago. Dubai shows Brown 34 way too close for comfort to the woman who initially laughed off the attention but quickly swam away to escape the controversial gridiron grate. Eyewitnesses, final uh, paragraph here. Eyewitnesses said Brown, who previously off the field antics have gotten him into hot water, blah, 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 had just met the woman and she was fuming after the encounter. Uh, one more sentence, actually. In the video, Brown, who is apparently nude, aside from gold chains around his neck, is huddled at the edge of the pool with the woman. Uh, this seems very criminal. Oh, it's very criminal. It's... This seems like he might be a lifelong uh, sex offender. He's naked in a public... Well, I don't know how the, the laws in Dubai uh, apply to American sex offenders, but in America, this would land you on the list. I just... Hold on. You know what that is? I'm tapping out. Antonio I'm Brown tapping news. out on Antonio Brown. I'm Dunsky. I, I, I can't. I can't. It was funny. This is awful music, his weird voice messages, his stupid podcast. That at CTCC. Uh, that was all cute. This is ridiculous. I'm done. I, I, we talk. This is part of the job. I am, I don't know what to say. I just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling through Twitter, waiting to come back from a commercial. We're going to talk about a little Patriots, little Packers, you know, what we think about the game. And then I see Antonio Brown's penis and I, I, I'm done. It's, yeah. I'm so creeped out that he thinks that this is acceptable behavior. Oh, Jesus. Uh, two. Uh, this is bad. Uh, two eyewitnesses told the New York Post that Brown continued to flaunt his private part several times after the recording ended and rudely asking the woman, quote, you want it? Question mark. All right. Uh, I actually don't want to talk about this story no. anymore because um, he's such a dirtbag. He is an unbelievable dirtbag who, by the way, Freaking is, is not his first time having like sexual no. assault allegations. He's been sued in civil court for this and for, I believe, alleged rape. No. At minimum, it was sexual assault. He was in, in civil court, no, uh, and I think that's still being litigated in civil court. No, and people uh, blame football, blame the, the head injuries. Wow. Not that he's a total creep that's never been disciplined for anything, and if you don't discipline people, their bad behavior will continue. Like, it's it's just, it's all gross. I don't like it. Speaking of uh, head injuries, we talked about uh, Tua Tungvaluwa most of the show today, along with Ime Udoka to start the show. Hit the so Odyssey app, freak. on-demand section, or the rewind yes. button. Uh, text line 37937 from the 413. Tua should quit. I had two concussions on the same day. Wow. Uh, mountain bike accident also broke my shoulder, then got rear-ended on the highway at full speed driving home. Three years later, I still have constant migraines. Can't imagine if Tua gets another one. That's, Two in the same day. That's a tough story, and I'm I'm sorry that you had to go through that. But again, it just it goes to my point. And look, I, obviously, I'm not like a neurologist or anything, but 
a- any idiot like myself could sit and say that if you get one concussion, then getting a second concussion is probably very easy. And, and the last thing that you should be doing is, you know, boxing, sparring, fighting, playing football. Like, it's so basic. And I can't believe that I got to sit and tell guys who make so much more money than me what is important and what's not important. Having Tua in that football game uh, on Thursday was not important. Hell, Week two with the Chargers and the Chiefs, I was not happy that, uh, uh, what's his face? Justin Herbert was clearly injured. He was Should hurt. not have been playing. And, and the point where I'm like, I'm done, was he had to run. All he needed was one yard, and he was wide open field. And he, he was so, like, the pain was so in his mind that he just threw the ball. And I'm like, okay. Get your franchise quarterback out of the game. It is not worth it in week two to put all your chips on the table, Brandon Staley, all your cards down, Mike McDaniel, and put your franchise in risk like that and put these young men in risk like that. It's such crap. Uh, also, another 413 texture. You started the show crapping on fall. You're not a yes, fan of fall. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not a fall person. Uh, I'm not sorry. and I'm not a fall person. Continue. Texture, I'll take fall over getting hit by hurricanes on a regular basis. Uh, counterpoint, I will take 85 and sunny over what's going on right now because 85 and sunny is the forecast like every day in Florida. Boom, and face texture. What this Saturday here in Boston's ugly. I, I'll be inside watching college football all day, which is by choice. I'd be doing that if it was 95 and sunny outside. Mackenzie but during the point Xiao Yan still stands. Four. Uh, one more text here. Uh, Tua will retire so Brady can go to Miami. I think I already read that. Yeah. Uh, one more. Uh, we talk about Ima Yudoka. Yes, Ask for did. your headline your, your tweet about the, the Yudoka situation. Is yet to come, yes. Uh, this person said, headline for Twitter on Ime Yudoka situation should be, quote, don't bleep where you eat. <laughs> that's, I think that's I pretty like good. That. That's a good one. Did you like my, my headline yesterday uh, on Merloni 48 Mega? I said the Patriots leap into last leap place. Leap into Lambo. You had a better one off the air, and I told you to save it because what, it's, what it. it's still applicable. I don't want to say it because it's really good. But remind me after the return. I, I will. But yeah, we we do a little like what the future headline is going to be, and and you know, Lou's are not great, and Megos and Christians or whatever. Mine are not good. Tyler is the star of this segment. He continues to be. Uh, we'll re- review those headline Leap predictions on MFM on Monday, two to six on WEI. Patriots, yes. Packers, who wins? Uh, Thirty-one-three Packers. Uh, my gut says they're going to win it for Hoy. You're the only person I'm the in only the person. nation. I don't really believe it, but if they're ever going to win one game for Brian Hoyer, it's going to be this. Every time. expert wow. in America has picked the Packers. I've uh, scientifically studied all predictions, and they all have picked the Packers. Uh, that has been the WEI producer show. The music's been playing for like three minutes in the background. Uh, Chris Curtis is next. If you're just now listening to us, hit the rewind button on the Odyssey app or on demand section WEI. Chris Curtis and Ken. Ken and Curtis are next. See we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.